Hello, and welcome back to another episode of We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. We are discussing episode 16 of season one titled Je Suis Une Amie. Original air date, February 7th, 2011. Written by Brian M. Holden. Directed by Chris Gimsmer. Emily and Paige are pitted against each other in the big race. Caleb calls in a favor with a guilty Hannah. Spencer takes on a task of tutoring a fellow student to get answers. What did you think of this episode? I liked it. I really liked it. And you know why? Because there was no Ezra. I know. I was thinking the same thing. He was did not make an appearance. We obviously referenced him because we can't go an episode without referencing him. But right. he was not in it. So it felt good. Even though Arya... I can't wait to discuss some Arya stuff with you. Okay. Actually, let's start with her. I'll start with her right away. So she has a morning where she happens to go in Byron's coat jacket because he needs her to get the checkbook. And she panics because now she sees another ticket for the Bassia art exhibit that her and Ezra attended and that she thinks her mother attended. Um, And... Byron white lies again, stating that Ella borrowed his car and that's why the ticket was in his coat pocket. Um, But he's not really sure if she ended up going. It's just like a hot mess. It's yeah, I was waiting for this to move on. Yeah, same. So Arya then talks to her mother later and she catches Ella in a lie again when she brings up the tickets and Ella finally says that she comes clean and states that she actually didn't go to the event, but she met a friend for dinner. Yeah. And Arya is just like, why is she lying? And she says this is all sparked from a conversation that she had with Mr. Fitz, who wants to take his class to New York. And I'm like, why are we even... And Ar- the way Arya reacts is so dramatic. Well, the way that Ella presents it. I was just talking to the principal about you and Mr. Fritz. Fitz. Fritz, I was going to call him Fritz. Mr. Fitz. <laughs> and then when we she continued... actually just call him Mr. Fritz from now on. But and see, yes, when I continue. said Mr. Fritz, my brain went to Mrs. Frizzle. And wasn't that from the Magic School Bus? Anyway, yeah. Mr. Frizzle. And then Ella proceeds to tell her, oh yeah, talking about taking the class on the trip. What does that have to do with her and Miss... It was the way it was written and I get what we were doing. But like for Arya to re- to react the way she did, I understood it because I was waiting for her to, it sounded like, and be like, you know, I saw you. And even though we know it, she yeah. didn't. This div- device, we continually use this device to freak out Arya. Yeah. And I'm just like a little bored of it already. I'm almost, I just want everyone to know so we can just get past it. Like, let's right. just get it out in the open so we can go on to the next thing. But that's just me selfishly as a viewer that clearly does not care about the history and the livelihood of Azaria. No, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah, so she now knows that both of her parents are being suspicious. She hears Byron on a phone call meeting up with someone. He says he has a faculty meeting, and Arya thinks that's weird. So she takes Hannah with her to school because that's where she followed Byron to. She goes into the school, sneaks into the library where Byron is, and sees her parents Hooking up. Like at Ugh. the school? Why the school? You couldn't have went anywhere else? I know. It's weird. It is weird. Um, being that, especially since 
you know, Ella's a teacher there. Right. That's like her workplace. Right. Like, go get a room or something. I don't know. Right? They could have gotten a hotel room to meet for the night. Why did they have to make it in the school? It would have been just as powerful as a tool if we saw them going to the motel and Arya watched them both get into the motel room. I agree. But, like, maybe they're thinking it's such a small town. We can't go to the local hotel. Is there a hotel motel in? There sure is. Oh. There sure is a motel. Okay. (laughs) Uh, and I don't know if it's like directly in Rosewood, but it's like very close to where everyone is in this uh, in this town. Yeah. OK. And so and on top of that, then Arya finds out because of a that Hannah was the one to send Ella this ticket and Hannah has to confess. And um, Arya is really upset. Um, of course, you would be upset. Yeah. But I was also like. Well, you wait until you have to choose between Ezra and your friends. Let's see which one you pick. Okay? Let's see. Do you think she overreacted? A tad bit. A tad bit. I also understand that she messed with her relationship. Hannah was could have been the sole purpose of Ella finding out about her relationship. But I don't feel badly for her. <laughs> well, I don't whole, feel like, badly for her. Like, A is try- is always hitting us against each other. I would never do anything like this to you. You know, that side mm-hmm. of it, like friendship first. Right. Yeah. And Arya in the, at first doesn't believe it. She's like, can you believe what A sent me? Like, they're really just trying to drive a wedge between us. And Hannah's like, well, actually, no, I did do that because she can't hold it in anymore. And she's probably so guilt ridden that she was going to explode. Yeah, the girl's going to pop. <laughs> she's going to pop. Yeah. All right. So. Over to Emily, because Paige and Emily's numbers are really, really neck and neck, the coach wants to organize a swim off between the two girls, which Spencer's like, this is totally unfair, but whatever, we'll let that go. So Paige is really rude to Emily and she tells Emily, I need to win. I need to win. And Emily's like, relax. Okay. (laughs) I don't know what you're stressing about. (laughs) But Spencer like puts some pressure on uh, Emily stating like, no, you want this just as bad as Paige does. Don't let her don't be inferior to her like you will win. And then Rand, I felt this was so incredibly random out of the blue. It's pouring rain out and Paige knocks on Emily's door and she's just like, I hate myself. I understand if you hate me and I'm sorry. What is this? Is this coming back? Is is this going to make sense for what's to come? I don't really, um, I think Britt had said that this is very similar to a American Beauty scene. I've never watched that. I have seen it, but like, I don't remember. I didn't think of this. American Beauty. I, I never saw American Beauty, so I don't know if that's what they were going for with this. Yeah, now I feel like I can't really comment because maybe I'm like missing the whole thing, you know, but I felt this was so weird and then especially what happens like and then she drives rides off on her bike it's so weird it's so weird I felt like we need maybe we got there was a deleted scene in there right like there's something missing in between where maybe uh, Paige was even meaner to Emily and said another nasty comment and Emily kind of just like you know gave her a piece of her mind and now Paige is remembering I am a shitty person let me go apologize and it was just a very I felt like it was supposed to be like 
romantic, if you will. Because of the rain. Because of the rain. Like, we really romanticize this whole scene of like, I'm sorry and I hate myself. And like, you almost like think that Emily's just going to run out and kiss her. Or I, I don't yeah. know. There's just yeah. like, it's, it seemed over dramatic for what we got so far. I agree. And also, like, what are you sorry for? For being a dick? I mean, That's, okay, stop being a dick. It just, it felt like either she was going to do something really bad the next day or at the meet mm. where she just did something and I'm sorry I did it. Yes. But nothing came of either way. Uh, it was so that's, weird. That's such a good point. I feel like maybe again, like we missed a yeah. scene where she like told the coach Emily did steroids and Ooh. then Emily couldn't compete. You know, something yeah, like yeah. detrimental. Yeah, 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 yeah. Granted, being a shitty person, yes, you should apologize and think twice about the things that you say to someone. But it just felt really, really weird here. And then the next day... Emily gets to start for the team because the coach says that Paige hurt herself while driving. I'm sorry to laugh, like driving home on her bike. It just seems like such a childish thing to do. Like you wrote like for such a dramatic scene for then you just get on a bike and like. like but then she didn't go, seem hurt. You know? No, she didn't. She had like um a little bit yeah, of a like bruise. A, yeah. On top. But I don't know. This is apparently so weird. Emily tried to check on her and Paige wasn't returning her phone calls. And so it's at the swim meet. And like I said, Emily is starting and all of her friends are there. And then Paige walks in to support. And it was like this weird, like, I see you, you see me. But are we like like a camaraderie here? Like, I don't really yeah. get the looks. Also, during the swim meet, when Emily slow-mo dive, when she <laughs> dove. And the music changed. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. We just went into a movie. This TV yes. show just became like a teen film. Yes. I got that comment twice. Oh, really? This week. People were, yes. They were like, this felt like a teen movie and I was not into it. And I'm like, that's exactly how I felt too. It took me out of the whole thing. Yeah. What? What? What a I choice. Don't know. Was that from something else that I'm that I'm missing? And I don't know. I don't Again, know. it felt like it was a part of a movie we just inserted there. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. And it was weird. It was very weird. It was very weird. <laughs> Lots of weirdness going around. But Emily does win and the team is great, you know, gracious and they're excited. And then later on, everyone has left, but it looks like Paige is still by the pool, I guess. She's just dipping her feet, her toes in, if you will. Paige has a moment where she asks Emily if she missed swimming and how she wishes like she could miss swimming. Basically like she was happy that she got hurt because that way she didn't have to compete because she's sick and tired of being a competitive person. And we do get next week, some more background of Paige and I definitely can see how both Emily and Paige have a little bit of like that trauma in their family lives. So like, this is a great mechanism for Paige to be like very distant to people. Like I'm going to be the best. Everyone told me I should be the best. It keeps me at an arm's distance from people. And she doesn't really know how to connect or react to anyone around her. Um, if they're not really jiving with her, especially like Emily's trying to beat her competition. She's not really about that. Um, so they just have like a, a nice swim together for fun. Yeah. For funsies. And then the music starts and we're back in the movie again. I know, with Selena Gomez. I feel like we needed an episode in between this one and last week's to see a little bit more of Paige turning. Because mm. the way she was last week to how she is now, 
something must have happened. Like, she was so angry and, like, anti-Emily. And then all of a sudden is like, I'm, I have this revelation and I'm sorry and I'm wet in the rain. I don't mm. know. We need, there's, it's Something's too quick. missing. It's too quick. Absolutely. And I forgot of how quick the turnaround is. Yeah. Because, like I said, most people, when they think of Pretty Little Liars and you think of your least favorite character, I nine times out of ten, it's Paige because of the way she's treated Emily. Just in like that nobody, one episode? Well, she come, she's in a lot more episodes for other various reasons, which you'll see. I mean, obviously, like next week, she's in next week's episode. But it's just um, it's hard to connect to her because you feel like you don't get a lot of like you got such quick growth for yeah. like little payoff. Right. Like, yes, we didn't get this like complete revelation of why she is the way she is. I mean, we did to an extent, but it's just um, yeah, it didn't really connect this week at least I agree and then that last scene like it just zooms in on Shay's gorgeous face for like way too long I was like please cut this scene please cut this scene please cut this what scene what was that that was really weird it was so awkward it was I was like she's gorgeous and all but like can we go to the next scene yeah <laughs> okay our girl Hannah. This is so exciting, right, Michelle? Like, Hannah. how excited were you? Yes, very excited. So she goes up to Caleb and she makes sure this is obviously before Arya finds out, but please do not tell anyone about what you know and about tampering with Ella's car. And he decides, okay, I know what you can do to repay me. And just then, we get a text from A and it says that she, they're not going to keep quiet like Caleb so as we hoped Caleb wants a date but it's not really what we thought it was going to be it's more of just a way for him to be trustworthy to all like the rich kids at school Hannah has a good popula- uh, population <laughs> a good status good popularity at school and Caleb wants to use this to his advantage. So she says, okay, you can come with me to Emily's swim meet. And there we can basically just have like a public outing together. So later when she's helping Arya, Hannah notices some clothing in a vent and air duct. And it has a wad of cash and a leather jacket. And she's like, this is A's lair. This is where they've been doing their whole scheming. Yeah, and it also had a bunch of phones, which I was like, Ooh, yes this is so fitting it it makes so much sense yeah. however that it would be caleb's because yeah. caleb does a lot of techie things but at first you're like wow this makes sense leather jacket wad of cash lots of phones and as they're there a shadowy figure starts chasing them i guess because hannah had stolen the wad of cash and it ends up being caleb who's like no that's my money okay can you give it back? <laughs> and we find out that Caleb is in foster care and that the living arrangements at home have not been so good. And so he's been sleeping at school, which like that is so heartbreaking. And also we learned that there have been break-ins with the vending machines. Right. So they're so all it, putting it together. Right. Um. So Hannah feels badly for Caleb as one would. And she tries to hook him up with some of the richer kids at school to get him some extra cash. And then she tells him, look, in exchange for me telling you who these people are, I want to ask you questions. Like, well, you know, riff off. Which I loved this. Yeah. Oh, I was like so giddy about this. 
so she could get to know him and they would have a trade-off so her then her friends see her hanging out with Caleb and he's sitting with them at the swim meet and they're like what's this about and I was like oh I'm sorry you both like love Toby so can we calm down here like shady sketchy dark people that's Toby for sure yeah but it is also random like if my friends started hanging out with like the sketchy guy who you know can break your phone or whatever broke phones. I'd be like well what is he hooking you up like what's going on mm-hmm. yeah and she's like, why not? I just loved her, ex- yeah. like her explanation, like, why not? Yeah. He's, you know, just as fine as anyone else. So after the meet, Caleb finds all of her stuff in the trash because I guess the janitor had disposed of it all. And so Hannah offers for him to stay in the basement. Her mom will never know. And if you want to take me up on the offer, like, here's the address. So he does end up coming over and he's about to shower and they're having a conversation. And he can tell that Hannah is very upset because of the Aria situation. Now, Aria knows that Hannah was the one to basically rat her out or almost rat her out. And so as she's upset and crying, he's like about to go take the shower. And then he decides, no, I'm going to sit down and just like, listen, I'll just be there for you. Just sit next to you. Yeah, I'm just, I was I'm like, I'm gonna oh. feel the feelings with you. I'm gonna absorb your feelings. Yeah, yeah. like I was like, oh, take me back. It was I just so love this whole good. thing. It can wait. I don't need to shower yet. It can wait. It can wait. Oh, I loved it so Kayla much. Rivers. He's so swoony. I know. He's such a swoon. So this is now a record. I forgot how long Nolcon we liked him for. <laughs> Was it one episode it was, or two? I think it was maybe like two. I think it's two episodes. And so, so. Wait, Caleb, this is a or this is ep- his third appearance. Okay, right. And I thought he was super cute. Was it his third? I have an yeah, awful because the memory. first episode he has to jailbreak Emily's phone. Then the yes, second yes, yes, episode yes, yes, they yes. have the detention, and then this week. Okay, so so we're three for we're three. Three for three. <laughs> Caleb Rivers, my sketchy Tim Riggins. <laughs> My STR. He's my STR. My STR. I love it. MR heart STR. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. I love him so much. Me too. Okay. And now we have to go lastly to Spencer. So Toby is still very much suffering in town. His mailbox gets destroyed. Emily said this is like a reoccurring thing that keeps happening to our poor Tobifer. And so Spencer sees the aftermath of this mailbox and she does tell Emily, I feel really bad about judging him. And Emily is like, well, you shouldn't really apologize to me. I feel like you should go apologize to Toby if you feel that way. So now that she realizes that it's very easy to be framed by someone, (laughs) she thinks it's possible that Toby was also framed. So later on, she sees that Toby is looking for a French tutor and she rigs it where she takes the entire paper so that nobody else can call. First off, nobody would have called. No. I'm also shocked that... So he is he on house arrest? He is on house arrest. He can't go to school. Yeah. And so they thought this was a good idea to put up a flyer to tutor Tobifer. No one (laughs) is going to allow their kid to go near him. Who approved this? This doesn't make sense to me. Right. Like this... I don't know if this maybe the school didn't know that it was there. I mean, who put it they up? would have had to set him up with someone. Who would but, have who would have put it up though? You know what I'm saying? If the school didn't do it, yeah. Tobifer can't. He's he's not right. And you know, like Jenna's not doing it because she doesn't want anyone coming over, right? Because she's possessive, <laughs> so possessive. And Tobifer, so he's not in school anymore, right? He like got his books. 
and he's he right he's being homeschooled right. for the time so being. again this is like a very strange situation i get for story purposes but it doesn't make sense to have that flyer in the school yeah yeah i agree you know all for the story i suppose so of course she decides she's gonna be his tutor because then it's like a win-win like i can go and also get some information maybe about jenna and about the allison stuff so she goes and heads into her brother-in-law Ian's office to tell him he can't she can't make practice today which then he like pressures her into telling her to tell telling him about why she can't because I he know. thinks she's quitting the team. Yeah, why did that escalate the way it did? She's like I'm just not because coming I, to- he's cuz he's paranoid as fuck. No, I get that, but to say I'm missing one practice and then he'd be like you're quitting the team. Also, she said it's a personal yeah. matter and then had to go into tutoring like I hate Ian so much. I know. <laughs> I want to punch him in his face. I know. He's he's just so on edge at all times. And then Melissa gets involved because she shows up and they're like, what's going on here? And Ian is talking about how Spencer's going to be tutoring Toby. And they're like, what are you? What's wrong with you? Why would you do that? And then Spencer like looks at Ian with hypocrisy and she's like slyly mentions like he's not the only one who's lying here. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So later on, we have a scene where Melissa questions Spencer on what she was meaning by Ian lying. And Spencer's just like, I wish you would just ask him. Please just go ask him. Stop asking me. And then Spencer heads to Toby's, who's not very happy to see her. And he doesn't really understand why she's there. He's very suspicious of it. But he finally agrees to them studying on the porch because if they study inside, then Jenna's going to be all up in their business and he doesn't want that. So Toby, of course, questions Spencer's motives and Spencer admits that she believes that he was framed and she thinks that someone else is trying to do that to her as well. I would have loved to see these two. I love these two hanging out and I would love to see these two solve the crime. Oh, same. Forget everyone else. I want to see these two. It's like the pairing I didn't know I needed. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And they have really great chemistry yeah, they and they do. understand each other intellectually, intellectually. And she does apologize to him and they kind of have a, are warming up to each other. And then, of course, Jenna interrupts and he says that, well, I probably shouldn't be telling you anything anyway. So then the next day, Spencer shows up and Toby immediately tells her to leave. And she later finds in her French notebook a envelope it looks like that he wrote basically like he is more suspicious of jenna now and it's like he has scribbled out some braille yes so that spencer can do something with that so more on that next but, like, week what, the braille situation was that something he found that jen of jenna's yes okay so and he wants spencer to figure out what it means yeah i mean obviously you can probably figure out what it means but what do you, what can you do further with this? Because I can't go anywhere. Right, right, right. So they have like a little bit of a, a tag team going I on love there. It. Yeah, it's great. And then after all of that, at the end of the show, Melissa tells Spencer that Ian came clean about their kiss and she's fine with it. She has to be fine with it because she's pregnant. I also don't think Ian told her the whole Scooby Scoops. And he clearly didn't tell her about Allie. Clearly. And the fact that she's like, no, I proposed. I wanted him. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get pregnant. It's like she's yep. drugged or something. It's really weird. It is, right? 
So our last scene is A, listening to a French for English speakers CD, I guess, and organizing a very Clue-esque inspired uh, setup with a wrench and a rope and a knife and a pipe and a candlestick. Okay. And uh, yes. And then it's like eerily skipping the Je suis over and over and over again, which means I am. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got yeah, that. So, clever. I did not get the whole clue thing. And maybe because I watched this episode very early this morning. But I wrote <laughs> in my notes, Liz, please explain the ending to me. I also didn't really think anything of it until I looked at the wiki page and then trivia. And it was like, this is alluding to clue. And I'm like, oh, oh that makes sense. How fun to have that. Right? Very fun. Yeah. You know what else is fun? We have a little uh, a little two truths and a lie from our buddy A this week. We do. Mm-hmm. A says, you want more? You need something to work with. How about a good old-fashioned game of two truths and a lie from my lying besties? So here are the three options. I already know which ones are true. So here we go. Okay. I am not a man. I am not Canadian. I am not working alone. And one of these statements is false, is untrue. So what Which is think? they're not working alone, right? Right. <laughs> like, there is no way you're going to convince me otherwise that you are not a man and not Canadian. And your I'm name sorry. begins with an L. And your name begins and with, ends with, with an L. L. Yeah. And does the ice cream flavor of yes, the Yes, which you'll hear very shortly, but... Um, I don't know. You have to you have to step up your game this week, eh? I need better clues because that yeah. is just saying like I'm not not this person. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. But without proving that you, without proving that you aren't. Right. So, all right, that's our summary. We're gonna take a short break. You'll hear the Rosewood Shop, and when we come back, we'll be with our patron Ashley, Yay. and I cannot wait to discuss. And see what her journey with this crazy, crazy show is. So just stay tuned. This week's Rosewood Shop is Ben and Jerry's Everything But The. A collision of chocolate and vanilla ice creams mixed with peanut butter cups, fudgy covered toffee pieces, white chocolatey chunks, and fudge covered almonds. Having all these ingredients in one flavor is bound to weigh it down almost like an anchor holding down a boat. Emily is in a race to be picked as an anchor for the swim meet. Hannah is being weighed down by her decision to give Ella the ticket and A threatening that they'll tell Aria what Hannah did. Spencer is filled with guilt from blaming Toby for Allie's murder, but now that she's being set up, her attitude has changed. Aria's anxiety over whether or not her parents saw her and Ezra together is weighing her down, and to add to that, she caught her parents having an affair with each other. This episode has everything. Competition, guilt, affairs, forgiveness, and most importantly, lies. All right, just talking about burping here on our break. We are joined by our patron, Ashley. We are so excited for you to be joining us. Is this your first time ever on a Total Buddy podcast? Yes, it is. I've been listening to you guys for years, and but I've always caught your podcasts as they're like wrapping up, like at the very end. So I'm finally on track. I've I'm at the same place. I've watched all the episodes and I like I have opinions. 
what what Yay. what was your first podcast that you started with? Uh, One Tree Hill, the Tree Hill Talk. Oh, Ashley, wow. I I had a vision because Liz and I were talking about this when got announced that you were going to be on. I was like, I think Ashley was on Three Gossip Girls. Remember I told you that? <laughs> I was like, I have this like. No, stuff. she's like, Ashley came in when we started Three Gossip Girls. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 right. I don't know. I <laughs> yeah, no, you that. guys were the only Tree Hill podcast on Apple Podcasts. And I was like finishing up a rewatch. And I was like, I wonder if anybody's done a podcast. And I found you guys. And here we are three years later. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I'm so happy. Wow. It's like you, that was when we started too, you know? Yeah. It was, I, you know, it feels like you guys are friends and um, being a part of the discord community and everything. So it's fun to actually get to talk to you guys. Yay. Oh, that makes me so happy. Thank you, Ashley. (laughs) All right. So tell us your pretty little liars journey. I am very, very interested to hear, you know, your entire history with the show. Oh, gosh. Well, you guys know I've been very vocal about um, when you guys started the podcast, and uh, uh, I was not the most excited that it was going to be Pretty Little Liars because I swore <laughs> I would never rewatch it. The show is such a journey, and it was one that feels like it took, like, 10 years of my life. And I it was, was like, seven. It was seven years of my life, so. Yeah, and it feels like it's so much longer because of all the mid-season breaks that they took, mm-hmm. and their seasons were so long and everything like when it finally finished I was like well never doing that again and then I was like oh man you guys are listening to it or watching it now I have to (laughs) I know you are not Um, alone you are not alone I you know I watched it and I did enjoy it when it was on especially in the beginning like probably the first five years or so and then you know it gets a little crazy and off the rails um and but I I was committed I was like I have to find out like I have to know how it ends and I watched all of the spinoffs and shockingly really liked them um I know they're controversial not everybody's liked them but I've actually really enjoyed the spinoffs and wish there were more seasons um Mm -hmm. I read the first book but I didn't go any further than that. So it's just, it's been a journey. And uh, I told my, one of my best friends who I watched the, I watched Pretty Little Liars with the first time around. Um, We would have like weekly dinner dates and we would watch it Um, that I was rewatching it. And she was like, oh God, (laughs) like, why are you doing this? (laughs) She should do it with you. So you guys can have a bonding, another bonding experience because it really brings you together. I told her, I was like, you should listen. Like, you should watch with me. They're great. But she hasn't jumped on yet. This spinoffs, do you have to know what happened in the original? Like, if I were to watch the spinoffs, is that like a no zone? Yeah, no go. Not right now, at least. Um, Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Ravenswood was probably the most controversial spinoff because it was kind of like, yeah, it was kind of like spooky, like supernatural a little bit. Um, And I actually really liked it, but mostly because of the character that went into that show, which I won't say, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. no spoilers. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after the original Pretty Little Liars wrapped, like a year later, they did um, The Perfectionist. And there was a book, I guess, that I didn't read, but um, it was with Mona and Allie. And they were uh, the main characters. Um, and wh- where the timeline fits in, like, I won't say, but it was with them. Um, mm-hmm. And I, again, I really liked it. Um, the way it ended was kind of on a cliffhanger, and I wished that there had been more. Mm-hmm. So, 
Wow. Do you know if I, Marlene King, did all of those spinoffs? I believe she did. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then I did watch the original Thin, um, the newest one, and it was okay. Um, but mm. there was so much more that I wish that they had done with it. Um, but mm. when it comes back for season two, I will probably watch it. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I've heard um, pretty good things about it on TikTok. People who have loved one. Uh, wow. I was just going to say one trail. Uh, sorry. I have like the period brain today. Um, people who have watched Pretty Little Liars will enjoyed this newer version of it. So, yeah, it was it was fun. And there were like some light tie-ins to the original cast members um which is always fun if you kind of know um but yeah without watching it there's not much I can say but there was just I wish that they had done more with it wow I'm just always yeah I'm just always so interested in these shows that have spinoffs and if they're actually good and are you just watching it in hopes to have like a nostalgic reminisce of the old times you know but sounds like they stand alone. Yeah, for the most part. It definitely yeah. helps to have some knowledge yeah, of the characters yeah, yeah. and like yeah. um, where they've come from or where they're going. Um, but yeah, they're definitely like worth a watch, I think, for one season. You know, it's not too much of a commitment. Right. Well, who is your favorite liar? Oh, gosh. Um, probably Hannah. Uh, she's just the one that I related to the most, I think, growing up. And... Um, I personally, I know Aria is always seen as like the fashion icon, but I think Hannah's a fashion icon. She's my fashion icon. She was like, Aria was like the funky one who I was like, oh, that's cute. I'd never wear that. But Hannah was, I was like, oh, that's a cute outfit. Like I would totally yeah. wear that. <laughs> a bunch of people had sent me a TikTok of a girl, I should post it, who has forks in her ears. And she was pretending to be Arya and it cracked me up because <laughs> in next week's episode, I actually really like them, but Arya has these like really big leaf earrings. And I was like, oh, her earrings just get crazier and crazier as the show goes on. Yes, totally. her style is very, um, it's eclectic, but it's, um, it's just like lots of patterns and layers and just like things that I particularly would not wear. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, with that said, like, I actually really liked Arya's outfit in this episode, the purple dress and the boots and stuff I thought that was like really cute um but later on when Hannah was like wearing I don't know what she was wearing it was like jeans and boots and like a little like vest cardigan thing and I was like that's just totally something I would have worn and I was like she she was definitely the one that I related to the most what do you, what do you think about Spencer's fashion oh she's always so like I work in an office, but I'm 16. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but also I'm like an exchange student and like the yes. beret was killing me this episode. <laughs> her coat. I loved the beret. I liked her coat. <laughs> giant poofy sleeves. I loved it. I loved the whole look. It was ridiculous. I lo- yeah. But the, her black coat that she wore is kind of like a cape coat when she was with Toba for it. It just gave me like American Girl doll vibes. Mm, definitely just, yes yeah. I can totally see that she's got some choices she did look like she looked like Samantha, Samantha. the American girl doll yeah exactly yeah yes who was actually my favorite American girl doll but yeah yeah I know she was mostly she was she was everyone's right I, yeah, I mean she wasn't fair. mine but she was like a lot of people who was yours <laughs> Felicity oh, Felicity I love Kirsten too I mean we get that's a uh, whole I other say, I thought you loved Molly no Sam had Molly oh we could definitely, we definitely should go on a, 
have a sidebar <laughs> podcast about American Girl dolls. We should. We're making one like we from have the a 90s lot to talk about now. So yeah, yeah. Anyway. It would be interesting to talk about which American Girl doll you think each girl would yes. be because of themes that come up later in the yes sh- in the show. Yes, that would be very good. Yes. We should definitely do that down the line oh. of like a dolls episode. I'll write that down, that Ashley. Fun. That's fun. Ashley produced. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. So <laughs> let's jump in. Lots of people wrote in Michelle. Yeah. Lots of people want to know. What's in store for Caleb and Hannah? What do you see happening with Spencer and Toby? Okay. What's happening with these two pairings? I was saying in the first half of the show, Ashley, that I love Spencer and Toby working together. And I think these two should take on the world and forget everyone else. So that's my hot take with Spencer and Tobifer. <laughs> Hannah and my sketchy Tim Riggins. I am loving this. I think it'll be a slow a slow journey into Crushville. Like it, it's slowly mm. building. I'm just curious. As it should. I'm, I don't like rushed things. No, as you I'm know. just curious if Hannah's mom is going to find him in the basement on the couch or in the shower. I feel like she has to eventually. Right. I know. How long do you think that living situation is going to work out? I don't know. It's so hard to predict timing on this show because I could see it being over in one episode and then I could see it going on for three episodes. I feel like some things are so drawn out and then some things are over super quick. Like the whole page turning this episode, Ashley, like really just didn't sit well. It just feels like we were really, really agitated and mean. And then we're like, I'm sorry, I'm what? Go, Emily. Paige, Paige is a roller coaster. Yeah. Like it's it's going to come back around a couple times like pages yeah. of a roller coaster yeah um, keep that in mind but yeah I honestly I can't remember how long like the whole living situation with Caleb lasts but I feel like it's going to last for a couple episodes but in like real time it's going to be like a week yeah Ooh, good. how do you not know somebody's living in your basement and he's using the upstairs shower and stuff does the basement yeah. have a bathroom like what I don't think Logistics. so. I think she just says it has a couch. Right. And that's about it. Right. <laughs> I do love Caleb and Hannah, though, especially in this episode, like oh. that scene with them on the stairs yeah. and like, yeah. oh, my gosh, like be still my heart. And he just has like the cutest smile. Like, oh, my gosh. I love his voice. It's just yes. so swoon worthy. Mm. I'm here for it. Please don't mm-hmm. turn bad, Caleb. Please. Unless you're A, that would really suck. I think Caleb is probably the only character in this entire series that I've never like actively hated at one point. <gasps> yeah. I know that's not to say anything like that what happens, but I don't ever yeah. remember actively hating him. Like, oh, he needs to leave. Like, I don't remember feeling that way. Yeah, he is pretty consistent oh throughout his journey. So sold. Sign me up. I have chills. Mm-hmm. I know that's why like when we reintroduced him or introduced him for the newbies, I was like, oh, I can't believe he came so soon. And I was so already ready for him to be here. You know, he's just a good addition. Yay. I am surprised this time around at how quickly these characters are introduced because I know like they play such big parts of the plot Mm -hmm. going forward. And I didn't realize like Paige and Caleb and everything started so soon in season one when I read how many episodes Paige was in I was floored 
I was yeah. floored. I was like, there's no way. I don't remember. There's no way. It's a journey. Again. Yeah. Sorry, Michelle. Yeah. That's all right. Hey, Caleb's not a bad a bad addition. So that's I'm just Caleb gonna ride that. I'm just gonna ride the Caleb train and everyone else. Hop on it. I'm, I'm on it. I'm conducting. I meant it. the train. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, we are talking about like teenagers and cheap children. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. 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 I love it. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, Ashley, actually, I meant to start with your questions first because it's it's only polite to do that. So if you have any, <laughs> we could start with you before I go into anyone else. Uh, you know, I didn't have a lot of questions for this episode. The biggest one that kind of stood out to me was um, when Spencer went to talk to Ian at like at school and I was like why is he there like isn't he just a coach and why is he at school in the middle of the day like if he's not teaching something right good point he's not like a gym teacher right I don't think so me either that just but I also thought that was weird yeah what did, what did you think about this scene where she's talking to Melissa and she's like does that look right to you and Ian's talking to a student like what did you guys think of that Oh, yeah. I didn't even talk about that in my summary because I, every time I see Ian, I just like erased it from my memory. Yeah. But yeah, Spencer like alludes to that it's inappropriate for him to be talking to a student that way. Melissa kind of just brushes it off. She's so. like, I see my fiance getting me a hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I didn't really think anything of that scene, to be yeah. honest. I yeah. think it was just it was just so weird that he's there all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's the thing yeah. that stood out to me. And he's so desperate for Spencer to like, not like him, but just appease him in his world. Like, don't go against me. Don't tell anyone, anyone, anything about me. Obviously, like, why would he want his reputation to be shammed? But he's just like so desperate. And Spencer's just like, all right, already. Yeah. I'm over this. Yeah. Yeah. And trying to like Spencer trying to kind of remove herself from that situation and being around him all the time and like doing the tutoring thing with Toby. And he's just like trying to reel her back in. Like, I feel like he just wants to have control over like her or like be around her. And it's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a control issue. Yeah, for sure. And Melissa doesn't really see it that way. No, which is super weird because I feel like Melissa would be like really, I don't feel like she would have forgiven Spencer that quickly. Like she said, Ian told her about, you know, what happened and everything. And I just don't feel like she would forgive Spencer. Like their relationship has been very volatile. It's like she's on drugs or in a trance. It's really weird. Yeah. 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 I think, um, her being pregnant kind of like changes her demeanor towards Spencer because I ordinarily she would, you know, make a point to backfire with that situation, but she just kind of let it go, which I feel like Spencer also probably thought was a little weird. Yeah. (laughs) That she was acting so strange about knowing all these things and not really like, she just kind of gave up. She's like, whatever, Spencer, good night. Right. And like, why with Ren when it happened with Spencer and Ren and then like that ended their relationship. But then Ian tells her about what happened with Spencer and then like, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. And she does say it was when they were broken up. So she understands that part. Uh-uh. But it's also True. like, that's your sister. So icky. And he, I, I believe he didn't tell her everything. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's, I don't know. He probably made it like, oh, 
you know, Spencer got hurt and I just like we both kind of like leaned in and had a little smooch on the cheek. But that was it. Right. meant nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like he like probably told her that they like brushed against each other and oh no, it was an accident and I fell towards her lips or something. Yeah. Right. And, like, yeah. You know, it just seems like that would be the kind of story he would spin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, let's go into some questions from Kate. She says, this is episode title and the end scene where the recording of A just kept skipping on Je Suis mean that A is a friend. Could this be a clue? Like A is literally one of the liar's friends. I have the same exact thought. That actually just gave me chills a little bit. That's creepy. I mean, yeah. Right? Like that absolutely Yeah, I mean, I feel be. like I feel like the title is really like multi I don't know like it, it has a lot of layers to it with this episode mm, like there's yeah. the obvious with um Spencer tutoring Caleb in French but then I thought of that as well like the I am a friend does that mean A is one of their friends and right. you know I think in this episode also we saw a lot of maybe unexpected friendships start to form like between Spencer and Toby and Hannah and Caleb and yeah. even between Emily and um Paige like you were Paige, saying Mitch. yeah So, Mm -hmm. you know, there were a lot of friendships kind of, or relationships, who knows, starting in this episode. And I feel like it kind of referenced that too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way of putting it. Definitely. There's lots of layers to that. And like, really, if this person was a friend, would they be doing such awful things? A frenemy. To the girls? A frenemy. Yeah, definitely a frenemy. Like, we're on the same playing field here. Right. But definitely somebody that they know. Yeah. Mm. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Is Spobafer happening? What are your thoughts on this pairing? Spobafer. It's <laughs> actually like not Spobafer, but. Uh, I, I actually don't. I didn't get any romantic vibes. I just wanted them to team up and investigate. Spencer kept like thinking about him, though. Right? Yeah. Didn't you get that that vibe? I don't know. I got the vibe of like, oh my god, I feel so bad that I saw him cry in an alley. See, and I felt like the scene when Spencer was laying on Emily's bed and she was like so weird about it. Like mm-hmm. she kept talking about him in like this, like her eyes were all dreamy kind of way. And I was like, that's you were how I felt. So weird, Spencer. Like she was like enamored by him. Like, ah, yeah. oh, he is like something I didn't even realize he was. Hmm. No, I guess she didn't get that. No, I All right, didn't. so we're just alone here. <laughs> but hey, it's two that against was... one. I could be missing that, though. <laughs> I could be missing that vibe. We'll see. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. That was one of my cringe scenes, like with her on the bed. I just felt like she was acting so weird. Yeah. Or like having just talked to him on the porch. I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah. yeah. And she's like answering Emily's questions and she's like homogeneous gene and then like she'll be like but what about toby yeah right yeah it was uh it was it was an interesting one how did you feel about the slow-mo over emily in the swimming pool because i couldn't get over that it just felt like it went on for 10 minutes and i was like let's let's roll the tape let's cut it back you know, it didn't bother me as much. I it was kind of nice. I thought so. Emily is probably my least favorite character, and I feel like it was kind of nice to see her doing something that she clearly really enjoys and is really confident in, and like 
kind of in her element. And so the page stuff I could have done totally without, but like her swimming, I was like, you know, it's kind of nice to see, like, I feel like we got a little bit more of who Emily is and like, I, I don't know. I feel like up till this point, like she's had a lot of heavy storylines so far and like a lot of stuff going on. And I feel like she's kind of just seems sad all the time, you know, and that's kind mm -hmm. of her vibe. And so it was nice to see her happy and enjoying herself and like doing something that she clearly loved. I agree to that. I've enjoyed Emily with the swimming much more. I feel like it does add this layer to her character and it kind of gives her this confidence because she is so good at this. So I enjoy her swimming. It was just like the slow-mo that made me giggle. And also the music used, it felt like we entered a teen movie. <laughs> yeah, it was strange. It was strange transitions. Yeah. Mike says, why in movies and TV shows, whenever they're running in a school that are that the doors are locked, they're always chained up and locked from the inside. Wouldn't they be chained on the outside and someone would have to unlock them? Yes, that would be logical. Yes. That's such a good point. Yes, but this is TV and this happens, like you said, like every time that someone's running from someone into school, they're locked in and the chains are always inside. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Do you think Melissa knows anything about Allison and Ian? See, I don't know. I don't remember. So I'm going to say if I had to put money on it, maybe she does. But I honestly don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember either, but I don't think so. Like, I feel like if she, well, I don't know. Maybe she would be the one to try to protect Ian That's if she the, did know right. something. Right. 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 That's how I feel. Like she maybe knows something and that's why they got married so soon. And they're trying to like figure out this whole like alibi situation for him. And she's going to be like, I got your back. But it's just like so random that he came into town just to get Melissa back. Like Spencer's like, what's up with this? Something is weird. And then Melissa's saying, well, no, it was all me. I wanted to get married and I wanted to do everything quickly. So I don't know. Maybe Melissa's putting on more than she we're not putting on enough, I should say. Like, she's hiding some things. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Melissa has some secrets herself. Oh, for yeah. sure. Definitely has secrets. We don't know a lot about her yet. Right. I was going to say, we utilize her more in the show where you do find out lots more about her. So. Okay, good. Um. Yeah, we'll see what happens there there's like again michelle there is so much to unpack we were joking um off mic during the break we were had sent out a, a questionnaire for our listeners to submit because we were just curious about progression of the network and how to get the shows better and etc and michelle said someone had mentioned they missed after dark that we had in let's talk go see and three gossip that. girls oh, that was you that was me. <laughs> I did. That I is after so dark. funny. <laughs> what are the fucking chances oh, of that? I love it. That is so funny. And I and she goes, well, it would be really hard to have it on the show unless I found out who A was. And I was like, honestly, Michelle, as much as I'm not trying to speak that into the universe, but if you found out who A was, you wouldn't even know the half of what happened on this show. So we would have so much more content to go. Absolutely. Like, it just it would make it even it would make it 
a little bit fun, obviously, because we'd have the after dark and we could talk about the things that you know, but if you, we, we, we wouldn't even cover any of that. It's like such a small portion yeah. of yeah, the and show. Honestly, but even if you did find out who A was, I don't think it would really matter. Like, and you'll, I, I can't explain any further than that, but it really wouldn't even matter. And watching the show now through the lens of knowing who A was, I really can't say that I'm picking up on much more than I did when I didn't know who A was. Is it kind of um, like Gossip Girl? Like you watch, well, I watch, right? You're trying to figure out who Gossip Girl. And then it's like, it doesn't really, it matters, but it doesn't matter. And then you find out and you're like, this could have gone a couple of ways. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Like yeah. it matters, but it doesn't. Right. And it kind of makes some things make sense. But right. like... I've said like the show is a roller coaster and so even if you found out it's really not spoiling much because so much happens yeah and the show goes into places that I don't think you ever could predict and like one of the things that I always remember from there was a um like wrap-up special at the very end of the last season where they were talking to the girls um and I'm Arlene King I believe um and they were talking about whether anybody on the internet like in the chat rooms and like on message boards and stuff had ever correctly predicted the finale of the show and I remember them saying that once there was one person in the entire like history who correctly predicted the finale of the show and um they didn't even know like the cast didn't even know the only person who knew on the cast was Spencer um and she was the only like you know not Spencer but the actress of course she was the only one who knew um and that's always just stuck with me because like the entire internet couldn't figure it out like it's it doesn't matter (laughs) did the did the writers and creators change it did they know or we don't not as far as I know okay people were speculating that a lot of things were changed around during the whole trajectory of the show but which I'm sure they were and I I know that they've changed a lot from the books, um, yeah. obviously, yes, they but, uh, you know, I don't know much about, like, as the show was being written, like, if it changed a lot. I just, that has always kind of stuck with me. Wow. Got it. That's so interesting. Thanks for sharing that. Because that's just, like, every week I'm like, I feel like it's multiple people. I feel like you can't just predict one person to be A. It's got to be multiple. But I guess we'll see. The show has such a like big suspension of disbelief that you have to buy into because like there's no possible way it could be one person being a and knowing all of this information and seeing everything that the girls are doing and it's just impossible but it's also Rosewood and it's kind of this to me like this alternate you know television universe where the same rules don't exist right (laughs) comes with the territory Mm -hmm. just accept it yeah yeah exactly yeah all right so Vic wants to know did you expect Hannah to offer Caleb a place to stay Michelle Uh, I didn't expect it because obviously I didn't see it coming but it doesn't surprise me that she did it Arya said she would never do anything like Hannah but do you think that she would change if A was going to expose something with her and Ezra's affair yes Mm mm-hmm Absolutely. <laughs> right? How do you I feel like she was a little hypocritical. Actually, how do you Definitely. feel about Ezra and 
Aria. <laughs> I knew you were going to ask me that. And you're a teacher. <laughs> so how do you- I know, I know. So that- oh, let me be care- very careful in my response here. <laughs> <laughs> when I was younger, yes, I yes, definitely yes. shipped them. Like, I mean, Ezra, I think he's super cute. Like, I definitely, you know, love a forbidden relationship. With that said, I watching it as an adult I fully understand and see and like I get it I get why we hate Ezra and thinking of like his future storylines too like oh my gosh what a piece of garbage (laughs) this guy is (laughs) garbage (laughs) yes as you will (laughs) I cannot wait to hear like what you think as things continue but the relationship doesn't bother me as much as I think it bothers everybody else. And I think a large part of that is because of that, like, suspension of disbelief that I, I just mentioned, like, this is kind of a universe where the rules don't, they don't make sense, and they don't matter. And for me, like being able to lift that, um, that disbelief and being able to buy into the whole A thing and A being kind of all knowing and all seeing. I also kind of, I think, had to lift my disbelief of this teacher student relationship being not okay. It, I don't actively hate it like when I watch the episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's a great way of putting it. If you are already believing this show is ridiculous and there is a little bit of that, like, glorified fantasy element of it then that could be a fantasy element of it too and you just have to kind of accept that that is this show yeah I love that that really I'm glad you said that I am I'm gonna next week I'm going (laughs) in with this new frame right we 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 see very much that this is not a good situation we know that right so just we know like we know that this is not good but we're not gonna like like spat on it every well I mean I might we I will. mean I'm not making promises yeah, I think we will. So like, that's okay I think that's okay <laughs> okay okay I know I'll do my I best I think it's hard to hold your tongue it is Vic asks um which was better season one of Pretty Little Liars well, I guess so far uh, that you've watched or season one of Riverdale I mean I definitely I feel like Riverdale like that first season was fire like it was so good and I definitely did not stick with it as you guys didn't, but that first season was just so good. I remember texting my friend and I was like, oh my gosh, have you watched Riverdale? You need to. It's so good. Yeah. And then season two kind of lost me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty Little Liars, I think, had more of like that longevity maybe in the beginning. And so I kept coming back to it and I like wanted to watch it again. But I don't know. That first season of Riverdale was really good. I know. I, How many episodes was there in that first season of Riverdale? Was it a shorter season? Was it 10 episodes? I don't know. I think the first half was maybe 10 or 12. And then I think it came back for okay. a second half. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's like equally maybe about the same amount of episodes. But yeah, that first season of Riverdale was really, really good. It was good. so good. Really I'll good. have to go with Riverdale on that. And I did the same thing, Ashley. I texted Liz and Ingrid. I'm like, can you guys please watch Riverdale? And then they finally yeah. watched it and they're like, this is so good. I'm like, I know. Yeah. And then we watched it so quickly yes. that we started all watching season two together. And I, I mean, I think we both obviously all of us liked season yes. two, but then after that, it kind of just went really, really hard to get back into. Yeah. 
Agreed. All right. So you gave us one cringe scene. Does anyone else have another cringe scene? I really disliked the scene where Aria was on the phone with Ella and like they were both lying to each other about where they were. Like they were just such bad liars. I was like, Aria, stay out of it. And like both of you just need to like stop. Like it was so bad. I thought you meant like Byron like kissing her neck. That made me actually cringe. That was, yeah, yeah, like no. And him saying like, Oh, see, the secretive part about it is like what makes it fun. I'm like, you're trash. I hate him. Yeah. So much. Yeah. Yeah. Just gross. The whole thing. And oh, Aria was just such a bad liar. And Ella was too. And I was just like, I just want this scene to be over. To be over. I agree. Yeah. Agree. I agree. I thought it was unnecessary. I feel like, and like to Michelle's point last week, did we really need to do this with the parents? It's not bringing any element that's exciting or surprising. Right. What are we, in, where are we going with so. this? What's, yeah. 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 What about a quote? Ashley, did you have a favorite quote? I don't know if I would say it's my favorite, but the only one that like really stood out to me was Spencer's comment to Hannah about um, Caleb when she was like, we all like stray dogs, but even they bite sometimes. And I was like, Spencer, that's so rude. <laughs> like Caleb over here is not a stray dog. I mean, stray dogs are adorable. And so is he, but like, I, it was just like, I was like, Spencer, I can't believe you just said that. Michelle, do you have a quote? Yeah, I have. It can wait. Aww. Caleb. I also, I laughed when Caleb like pointed at, uh, I think it was Hannah's hair or Emily's hair. You can fit all that under a cap. I think it was Hannah's yeah. hair. Hannah. Talking about like the swim cap. <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah. My quote was, yes, A owes me. Hospital bills, pain and suffering, tire marks on my cleavage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cracked up. That was good. All right. Who was your MVP, Ashley? I had a tie. Um, and I gave it to Hannah and Caleb. Um, Hannah, because like, I think she did the right thing, even though it was really hard coming clean to Aria. And I don't think she had to, I, you know, I think a would have used it against them, but you know, a uses everything, but she, you know, she told Aria and she was honest with her about it. And, um, I thought that took a lot of guts and, uh, her offering Caleb a place to stay, like, I think you can just see like deep down underneath their banter, both her and Caleb, that they are both really caring people and that, you know, when you take away the sarcasm, they're like, okay, but you know, I don't actually want you to be homeless, you know? Um, And Caleb kind of for the same reason, just with that scene with Hannah on the stairs and, you know, just being there for her, even in silence, I thought was really sweet when they didn't really know each other that well. I know. I, I loved it. Well said. Michelle? My MVP was Hannah for the exact same reasons that you said beautifully. I also loved Hannah, but I chose Spencer Good this choice. week. I feel like her energy was like where I was needing. I was needing it this episode. And uh, I just I really did like her scenes with Toby. And I liked her like sticking up to Ian, like sticking up to Ian and being like, well, you're the one who's lying and Melissa, I don't want to get involved. So I feel like she's a, at least maturing a little bit in that sense. So I chose Spencer. What about a shittiest? I felt this was hard because I could pick a lot of people to be shitty. Ashley? 
Yeah, I felt the same. I wanted to choose Paige just because I really don't like her, but she didn't really do anything super, I don't know, wrong this episode. Um, but I ended up giving it to Aria. I just really mm. disliked her this episode and I felt like she just really needed to stay out of her parents' business and whether they got back together or not, it really, it's not her business right now and they'll tell her when they're ready and she just needed to stay out of it. Mm. We had a lot of votes for Arya because they felt as though with the Hannah situation that she didn't really consider the fact that a makes them all do things or could potentially make them all do things. And she didn't really let her explain or hear her out. But yeah, I, I agree with that. I actually picked Byron just cause I really don't like him. (laughs) But it's mutual between him and Ella. So you know what I mean? Like they're mutually fooling around. I chose Ian just cause I just don't like Ian. That's it. (laughs) Like I just want to punch his face. So, all right, let's go into a Betty of the Week. They were total Betty, total Betty, total Betty, total Betty. You're, 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 you're a total Betty, total Betty, total Betty. You're a total Betty. This week, we chose to represent Keely, who has been active, especially in this podcast, chatting about Pretty Little Liars this week. So we just wanted to shout her out and say thank you so much for your continued support. And we are so excited when we get to hear from you. And we hope that you were enjoying this little podcast we got going on. So thank you so much. Thanks. What should we do as an emoji? I did not know what to do. Your face looks like you lit up. Yeah. Like you had something. I wrote down pregnant, like the woman with the belly, and then also a couch. Or a couch. <laughs> yeah, I like the couch. Caleb is now uh, sleeping you know on a couch. Let's just do the couch. Let's just do the couch. <laughs> yeah. That sums it up. Just a couch. You could stick that couch in a Discord DM, Instagram message. Uh, email whatever you please maybe in an apple podcast review you can just say that you like to relax on the couch while listening to our podcast for an example if that's something that interests you then definitely uh go onto your apple podcast app and tap the stars and just giving us a little rating review we'd really appreciate it and we do have a liar review yeah we have a liar of the week from kate finn seven major key emoji five stars these girls are the key to my heart each week, and I can't wait to listen to them every Wednesday. Aww. So cute. Thank and you. use the emoji so you get extra ice cream with your dessert. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to give you both the title for next week's episode and my secret. Okay. Maybe, Ash- Ashley, did you watch ahead? I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Ooh, All right. So okay. the title for episode 17 is The New Normal. And my secret. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. I've got a secret. Is that next week, Toby is a free man. He gets his ankle monitor removed. So he'll be stirring up some tribble. <laughs> That's exciting. It is. I'm excited for him. Okay. She's shocked. I, I am and I'm not. <laughs> so I'm hoping if he's a free man, he's going to, I'm wondering if he'll be back in school. But him and Spencer can meet up and go places and kind of uh, discuss that piece of 
paper that has Braille on it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm yeah. looking forward to. Yeah. Me too. It's exciting to like, you know, because nor- we don't, we aren't blind, so we don't sp- communicate via Braille. Right. So like another element of seeing that is really cool. Yeah. You know, it's like a, it's like a code. It's like a mystery code. I'm, I'm also wondering if we're going to have a scene with like Caleb getting dressed and like Hannah walking in and be like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. You know, like how we do like every <laughs> teen drama ever that existed. I'll do you. I'll raise you up a notch. I'll do you a better one. You'll see. Or it's going to be her mother. <laughs> Uh, let's just say Alyssa was excited for this to come. I okay. think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who messages me, I just type back, oh my God, I can't wait for Michelle to see this scene. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. It's You'll just see it. I'll just be like the thirsty Alyssa that everyone makes fun of we all the time. No, so. I mean, like if it's, if it's my, you know. It's just like really like a very cute thing well and i'll just leave it at that okay 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 i'm excited (laughs) okay um all right so what about the braille what do you think this braille could be what does it say part of me thinks it's the address to the bracelets okay the jewelry shop the jeweler the the beads the bead bead lady lady. i don't remember if we see her again do you remember ashley if we see the bead lady again i don't I don't think that we do, but I do think that we go back to the shop. Okay, yeah. I remember, like, there's lots of little sweet old ladies that the girls, like, through the years have to deal with. (laughs) That they, like, go to their stores to figure out these, like, particular items. So I might just be confusing her with someone else, but. Yeah, I might be wrong. And I truly don't remember what the Braille says at all. Um, So I have no idea. I was, I it took me an embarrassingly long time to figure out that it was Braille. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Braille. So I am curious to see what it says, too. Okay. Yeah. Well, stay tuned for next week. I will reveal exactly what it says. <laughs> Yay. Oh, this was so much fun. I so appreciate you coming on, Ashley. This was awesome. You were a great guest. Oh, well, thank you. Thank, thank you, you for Ashley. having me. It was great. And we thank you so much for listening and for being a patron. We really just appreciate you and just love you so much. I love you guys too. Thank you. All right. We'll be back next week for episode 17. We are almost at the end of our season one journey, Michelle. Wow. This went quick. That went quick. Really quick, actually. Thank you so much for listening to We Are Liars, a Pretty Little Liars podcast. You can email us at weareliarspod at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram and search Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty podcast produced and edited by Alyssa Tenio and Michelle Rubenstein. Music by Anthony Vacora.